Baseball season is here. The Professional Women's Hockey League is here to stay. So what's the latest news around the Professional Women's Hockey League? We'll discuss all of that. And I'll even provide some of my, some of my expectations for the Toronto Blue Jays as they enter spring training 2024. We will discuss it and all, we will discuss it all on today's episode of Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Let's get going. Welcome to Sports for Beginners. This is the show I cover the Pittsburgh Penguins, Toronto Blue Jays, and more, including taking you on a journey through the world of sports. From the fans' perspective, here is your host, Scott McGregor. Let's have some fun, shall we? Welcome to another edition of Sports for Beginners. I am your host, Scott McGregor. Happy Friday to you all. And today, as we continue the countdown, as we continue the countdown to opening day, and the official start date of the 2024 Major League Baseball season, we are going to be discussing the upcoming spring training, games in Major League Baseball, as well as dive into some of the latest news around the Professional Women's Hockey League. And later on in the show, I will give you some of my thoughts and expectations on the Toronto Blue Jays as they enter spring training this weekend and take on the Philadelphia Phillies. Before we get to the leadoff, though, I thought we would take a quick commercial break. A quick commercial timeout. Before we get down to today's topic. So grab your friends and family, grab a drink to keep hydrated, and hang around for the ride. We will be right back after this quick commercial break with the leadoff to kick things off on this week's show. Don't go anywhere. There's more great conversations and content right around the corner. Sports for Beginners will be right back in a moment. Looking for conversations on books and more? as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications, you've come to the right place. Join us weekly on Spicy Techie, where Ali, Makara, and Sienna provide 
insightful conversations, as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey. To learn more, tune in to the show and like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. Search for Spicy Techie. Now, let's take you back to the action. To the rink and field we go. We find Scott McGregor. Welcome back to episode six. Welcome back to episode six of Sports for Beginners. Welcome back to the program. It is episode number six of season three of the program. My name is Scott McGregor. I am the host of the program. And it's time for your lead off. And today we lead off with spring training is here and the countdown to opening day is to is about to heat up. Well, speaking of the word heat up. Heat up. Spring training got going on Thursday and boy did it ever get going. Yeah, that's right. Boy, did spring training ever get going on. Boy, did spring training ever get going on Thursday. That is when the first game got going. But the Dodgers, they just, they just completely, they just completely clobbered the San Diego Padres 14 to 1 was the final score but the the LA Dodgers the Los Angeles Dodgers I know it's only spring training but if the Dodgers don't win the World Series this year and I know that's thinking ahead, way much ahead, but if they don't win the World Series, I don't think too many people on the Dodgers team right now are going to be sticking around very long. I have a feeling somebody's going to get fired. I have a very strong feeling Someone's going to get fired. Now, who's it going to be? Well, that's something that we can discuss down the road. There's a lot of action happening today on the recording of this podcast, and we're going to get you ready for some of the action happening. On Saturday, 
we'll do all that in our last call segment when I will reveal some of my expectations for the Toronto Blue Jays. To close out the program in their spring training game as they enter spring training this weekend. A hearty Mazel Tov going out to Han Jin Ryu as he heads back to Korea to play in the KOB in the KBO league with the uh, team that he did sign with we'll get to that in just a second but a big hearty Mazel Tov to Hanjin Ryu he will not be with the Toronto Blue Jays for the 2024 season and speaking of action that is going on today Take a look at it here, courtesy of the Major League Baseball score show scoreboard. Already underway at the end of four innings. The Boston Red Sox are leading their opponents in the Huskies. They are leading, as we speak, they are leading the Huskies five to one at the end of four innings as they now go into the top of the fifth. They lead the Huskies. Five to one. Now, I don't exactly know what their first name of the team is, but it's the Huskies who they are playing first. Today, and they currently lead five to one in the top of the fifth. Coming up a little later at 6.05 p.m. Eastern Time, it will be the Golden Gophers, Gophers, the Golden Gophers taking on the Minnesota Twins. First pitch at 6.05 p.m. tonight. But meanwhile, we still have some games getting set to go while we will be recording this. And they will be getting set to go at 3 o'clock today. Kicking things off with 
a showdown in Texas, a, a showdown at the Texas Florida State, I should say, in Florida or wherever they are playing, most likely maybe in Arizona. It will be Dane Dunning against uh, Daniel Lynch, the fifth. In a game between the Royals and the Rangers at Surprise Stadium at at three o five today. Later at three o five as well. Three o five p.m. Eastern. Jesse Chavez will go head to head against uh, Jordan Wicks, who will get the. Sh- who will get the ball for the Chicago Cubs. We'll see. We will see if that remains. We will see if that remains to be the case. Also, and we'll do this now courtesy of the MLB app, but also coming up at 308. The team that got the teams that got things started. On Thursday, the San Diego Padres and the Los Angeles Dodgers are back at it again. And this time it will be. Johnny Brito. Johnny Brito taking on Landon Kanak. Landon Kanak. Landon K, I should say. And that first pitch gets going at 3.08. Later at 3.10 p.m. The Rockies take on the Diamondbacks from Salt River Field at Talking Stick, Arizona, Colorado, I guess. But, But regardless, that is where they are going to be taking in. They are going to be taking. Oh, sorry. No, those were uh, where you could see the game. The park itself is called Salt River Fields at Talking Stick. And that will feature. Tommy Henry going against it. Carson Palm Palmquist. We are going into the warm up. White Sox. 
and Pub. So that means the Cubs game is getting ready to roll. And, and I'll just say this. I'll just say this for my leadoff. Because my leadoff was going to be this. What? What happened? What happened to the Padres in the opener of spring training? What happened? To, what happened there? What happened there? You gave up eight runs in the first inning. What happened there? Do I expect that to be the same? Do I expect that to be the same? Case for today? No, I don't. I absolutely do not. Now will now will the Padres do exactly what the Dodgers did to them? Maybe. Maybe not. That pretty much wraps up the leadoff here, but one final thing to get to here. And I and I, I mentioned Hunjin Ryu was no longer with the Toronto Blue Jays. But some big news breaking ahead of their first game, which is against the New York... Sorry, not the New York Yankees. That is coming up, but... Their first game against the Philadelphia Phillies. Slight change in the pitching matchup here for the Blue Jays. Unfortunately, Ricky Tiedemann was not feeling the greatest at the end or at at training today rather he was not feeling the greatest at training together uh, today and upon upon everything that we know Tiedelman will not start. Ricky Tiedelman will not start. Third tomorrow, Saturday against Philadelphia. 
So here's what we have on the latest news on it. And we'll wrap up the lead off with the article talking about why. Talking about why Ricky Tiedelman, the number one prospect for the Blue Jays, is not starting. So, as we look at injuries and moves, which include this article here, it says left handed pitcher Ricky Tiedelman scratched from spring training start with left hamstring discomfort. Ooh. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's distressing news to hear. That is distressing news to hear. But, it goes on to say, this came as a surprise after Tiedelman felt something during during training on Friday. The Blue Jays' number one prospect has been the talk of camp after packing on muscle, but for now, the main the main concern will be getting Tiedelman healthy and back on schedule. So that this does not impact his regular season. The Blue Jays are calling this a day-to-day issue for now and should know more in the coming days. Right-handed pitcher prospect Chad Chad Dallas. Let me say that one more time. The right-handed pitcher, pitching prospect Chad Dallas, will start in Tiedelman's place on in Saturday's opener. The Blue Jays also got this guy. Now this comes in from February the 18th, so it's not a today news. But since we're talking about it, let's talk about what happened with Daniel Bogaba or Daniel Burgers, as some people are calling him. As it looks like on February 18th, he signed a, yes, he signed a, so this was on Sunday. He signed a made a minor league deal with an invitation to MLB Spring Training. So welcome to the Toronto Blue Jays, Daniel Bogava. As he signs a minor league deal. With an invitation to spring training, the 31-year-old Bogova played two games with the Blue Jays in 2020, in 2020 and spent 2023 with the Mets, where he hit 233 with a 
43 on base percentage, OPS, and 13 home runs. If there's a path to a job for Bogova, it's crushing right-handed pitching. That's always been his bread and butter with a career 814 OPS against righties compared to just 463 to just a 463 OPS against less against lefties. In those situations, Justin Turner, who could play third base, he also was someone that the Blue Jays picked up. But we're going to wrap up our leadoff here with getting into Eduardo Escobar. But let's finish off here. So Justin Turner in these situations could play third base with Bogova at D8 and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at first base. Bogova's main competition for that bench spot looks like Spencer Horwitz, the prospect whose profile leans far more toward contract contact and reaching base at a high rate. No injury updates, but the latest transactions besides Daniel Bogova and what we just learned from Ricky Tiedelman. Say hello, Blue Jay fans, to Eduardo Escobar. Eduardo Escobar was signed on February 16th, last Friday. He signs a minor league deal, and the 35-year-old Escobar will fight for a job in what will be his 14th MLB season. He brings obvious experience to an infield depth that is already very crowded. With most of his playing time coming at first base and second, he has a similar defensive profile to several others in this competition. Escobar hit left-handed pitching particularly well and has five seasons of 20-plus home runs in the big leagues. So while he's coming off a down year offensively, the Blue Jays are hoping to catch lightning in a bottle one more time. And there is more to that. Because this comes courtesy of the man that broke, The news about Eduardo Escobar. And the latest news we just discussed. That Chad Dallas. Will be getting the start. Against Colby Allard. When the Blue Jays face the Phillies. For the first game. 
of spring training. We're going to talk a lot about that over the course of the program in our last call segment. But now that we're getting to the halfway point, let's take a pause. And before we get into the main meat and potatoes on our halfway point of the program, in this case, our middle segment, where we're talking about the latest news from around the PWHL. I have some thoughts on a rare trade. Well, at least I think it's kind of rare, but it was definitely inconvenient. An inconvenient timing trade that happened during the Penguins game last night. As you'll hear on Penguins postgame. Let's take that break. And just before we get into talking PWHL, I'll play for you. Head coach Mike Sullivan on inconvenient timing. And yes, I, I'll say it again. Inconvenient timing. For a big trade to be made. You can call it a big trade. I don't necessarily want to call it a big trade. But it was a trade that sent Alex Nylander to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Which also means... The fall, which also means the following. It also means the following. It means that Alex Nylander, at least for this season, has seen the last of being in a Pittsburgh uniform. For now. For now, we have seen the last of Alex Nylander as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
Mike Sullivan and his thoughts on the game last night and in particular and in particular The game, big trade, coming up in our halfway point right after this from Broadcast Map and take another look. Episode 6 of Sports for Beginners is back with our halfway point of the program as we get to a trade that happened for the Penguins. I'll give you my thoughts on it. We'll also hear from Mike Sullivan. And then, what's going on around the PWHL? Perhaps we will also check in on the ongoing spring training games. We will also you will also get, by the time this show is up, when we get to last call, as we're calling our final segment, last call for this season, we may also give you just a few, and I say just a few, of my expectations ahead of Blue Jays and Phillies on Saturday. And these expectations will be for spring training and for the 2024 season. Up next, Mike Sullivan on the inconvenient trade I'll provide some of my thoughts on it. And then, what's the latest around the PWHL? Will we be covering on PWHL Recap? Will we be covering One of the PWHL Takeover Weekend Games in March. The answers coming up next when Sports for Beginners returns. Don't go anywhere. There's more great conversations and content right around the corner. Sports for Beginners will be right back in a moment.
looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams, listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Now, let's take you back to the action. To the rink and field we go. We find Scott McGregor! Welcome back to Sports for Beginners here. Before we get down to the meat and potatoes on what is going on in the PWHL elsewhere, I want to take you to head coach. Mike Sullivan, who spoke last night after the game, and in particular, even though we're going to hear the whole thing, I want you to listen closely to what he has to say on the trade involving Emil. Femstorm and Alex Nylander. Let's hear what the coach had to say. Tristan was really good tonight, especially in the first period when I'm guessing you weren't necessarily thrilled with how the first five or ten minutes went. I thought he really kept you in. And is this as consistently good as he's been in a while these last couple of months? Yeah, I thought he was terrific all night, especially early in the game. We didn't have a good start. I thought he was terrific. You know, he's put a solid body of work together all year long. Both of our goalies have. They've played extremely well for us. They've given us timely saves. And I thought Jars was, was really good at key times during the game. Drew O'Connor had a good goal tonight. Uh, Sully, where do you see him in the long run? Uh, bottom six, top six, middle six? What's his ultimate role and what are you trying to steer him toward? It all depends on how our team is, is set up. You know, he, I think he has the ability to play in the top six. Uh, because he skates as well as he does, and he brings a certain size, and uh, he's great on the forecheck. He's good with a puck pursuit game. He can force turnovers, uh, and he can go to the net. Uh, he's shown an ability to score some goals. Uh, the goal he scored tonight is an example. Uh, he has some finish to him. Hopefully that will continue to get better. Um, if he continues to grow and develop in that regard, uh, I think he would could possibly undoubtedly play in the top six. Um, but I, I think he's a guy that, that we could play all around the lineup at all, depending on what, what the roster looks like. He's capable of playing on a, on a check-in line, a third-line role. He kills penalties. Um, you know, we could potentially use him at a net front on a power play. So we, he's a versatile guy. Um, I think he's getting better and better. He had a really good game tonight. Might be during the game, you're tired of defense. Thoughts that you might have talked about yet about it, but 
Yeah, it's kind of an inconvenient time, given the fact that we just got off the bench. Uh, what I do know is that, um, you know, he's a talented player. Uh, he scored, you know, 10-plus goals uh, in the league a couple of years uh, when he was in Columbus. Um, you know, I, beyond that, I don't, I don't have a real... I don't have a real good grasp of his overall game. I know Kyle and and the hockey ops guys do, so um, they obviously think he's a guy that can come in and help. Mike, so there is a little bit on of Mike's thoughts after the game when he found out about the trade. Now, obviously, we're going to let him and Kyle Dubas talk about it. We're going to let uh, him and everybody else in the hockey ops talk about it. In the hockey operations, talk about it. But I honestly feel like Penguin fans, I'll just say this. Is this definitely inconvenient timing, considering the fact that we were just playing a game when this happened? Absolutely. We were in the middle of a. We were in the middle of a. We were in the middle of a hockey game, and next thing you know, a trade breaks out, and just like that, it's see you later. Alex Nylander, it was nice playing with you for a little bit. But now we're going to move on. Now, I agree with what Hunter Hoodie said on Sport on uh, Locked on Penguins. I, have, I agree. I agree. with what Hunter said, and Hunter is a friend of our show. As I'm sure he is with many of the other shows he's been on. But uh, I didn't exactly see, and I know Hunter mentioned this because it was posted on his uh, X or Twitter account. I'm going to call it Twitter. as I often do. But basically, all I'm saying is welcome to the team, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, uh, uh, Emil, sorry, Emil Femstorm. Welcome to the team. Can't wait to see what you can do. Welcome to the team, Bemstorm. Can't wait to see what you can do. Both in the minors and with the Penguins. But this was just 
like, like, I, I don't even know what to say. So I'll just wrap. So I'll just wrap up with this. Welcome to the team, Bem Storm. And uh, we'll wait and see what you can do. I, I really think this was inconvenient timing, but but that's what Kyle Dubas wanted to do. He made the move, and next thing you know, it's. See you later, Alex Nylander. And let's see what Emil Bemstorm can do. Let's see what he can do. In the description of this episode, as we did, as we will do for many of the post-game shows, I will link in the description the area of how you can check out all of the post-game post-game stuff for the Pittsburgh Penguins and, of course, their opponents. But for this episode, I will link in the description how you can hear recap and all that and all that good stuff on the penguins how you can hear all that i'll link that all in the description of the episode for this week but we do have some big big news to get to The Professional Women's Hockey League is here to stay. And the girls have definitely not disappointed. It may be a bit of an understatement. But for me, I don't think it's an understatement at all. I really don't. The number one goal leader right now in the PWHL is Toronto forward Natalie Spooner. With Alex Carpenter leading in points, but right behind Natalie Spooner. It's a little bit in points. It's a little bit of a reverse there. Natalie Spooner is behind Alex Carpenter of New York in points. Also behind Spooner and Carpenter in points, Megan Keller for Boston and Elaine and Elena Muller and Elena Mueller. They both have ten points each, but they're behind Natalie Spooner and Alex Carpenter. Grace Zumwinkle is also behind in points.
but she is third in the goals, in the leading goals, with Mary Philip Poulin and Laura Stacy. Right behind her. And there's so much more to talk about here, but our big, one of our big uh, topics here today on this edition of the po- of the podcast is the big is the big news that broke. That broke a while ago, a little while ago. We'll play the video here for you through their uh, Instagram to see if you can find out. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not this one. So. As many of you may know, the PWHL is coming to the Steel City and the Motor City. But right before they announced they were coming to the Motor City, And the Steel City they went down. Sorry, no, they played in Toronto. And not for a little three-on-three this time. Nope, this time it was the squad of... This time it was the squads of Toronto and Montreal. In a little thing they like to call the Battle on Bay Street, presented by Coca-Cola. And wasn't that a great night? All right. We got a trade to talk about, and we're going to talk about that in just a second. But our big topic here is... PWHL Takeover Weekend as the PWHL takes over. Yes, the PWHL is taking over Pittsburgh and the Motor City in Detroit. Take a listen to this. And and I'm pretty sure you'll find out why. 
presses out in front, hit, and she'll score! How about that? She got it, she scores! Ladies and gentlemen, the PWHL is coming to the Berg and the Motor City. And it's going to be a good one. All right. So tickets are on sale now for the battle in the Steel City and the battle in the Motor City. But another big thing to to talk about, and this broke out. I believe it was either after the break. After the news. No, it was, I think, before. Regardless, it's a trade. Yes, we had the first trade in PWHL history. The first trade in the history of the league belonged to Minnesota, who, as we speak right now, are the league leaders tied with Montreal. And also, it should be noted it should be noted that even though they're tied right now, We had a trade breakout. The first official trade of professional women's hockey. And who was involved? Who was traded? Well, let's go to Team Boston and find out the news for ourselves. They have made some trade. They made a trade with Minnesota.
as they traded they traded away Yes, they 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 were involved in the trade. They traded away. Sophie Shirley, I believe, to get Susanna Tapiani. And I'm just going to go ahead and look for the news here as well, just to be sure. Uh, first, EWHL trade. What we what I can tell you is it involved at Boston and it involved at Minnesota. Natalie Darwitz had a front row seat to watch Sophie Jacquis talent. With the puck over the last two seasons, Darwitz, who was an associate head coach at the University of Minnesota before becoming PWHL Minnesota's GM this season, saw Jaquit put up 48 points in 41 games with rival Ohio State last season. And guess what? She went out and got her. It turns out it was a win-win for both organizations. Well, trades have only been allowed since the beginning of the season in the PWHL, meaning GMs couldn't swap players during training camp or when or while finalizing initial 23 player rosters with a trade deadline looming at the end of the day on March 17th and play paused over the last week for international play Darwitz spent time evaluating her team's first third of the season after 9 games Minnesota sit Two points behind Montreal at the top of the PWHL standings. Of course, that is not accurate right now, but the trade is accurate. 
So they threw it in, and guess what? The trade was announced Sunday night at just as the Super Bowl was kicking off. And shortly after, Team Canada finished a reverse sweep of Team USA in the rivalry series. And the trade included... Suzanne Tapieni and Sophie Jaquiques in the release. So the first PWHL trade has been made. And as the Toronto Star put it six days ago, when they put out when they put out a report on the Toronto Star, the first PWHL trade stuns and reminds women's hockey players about reality of professional ranks. Oh, and guess what? Jet-legged, jet-legged following a, following a transatlantic fight, Atlantic flight, after spending a week-long stretch with Finland's national women's team, women's hockey team, Susanna Tapieni was in the back of a cab headed to her adopted new home in the Twin Cities. Upon learning she had been traded to Boston, Tapieni said, According to this Toronto Star article, in quote, I'm pretty sure I was kind of like laughing and I was like in in a shock. Recalling her surprise in being part of the newly launched professional women's hockey leagues first trade on Sunday. I didn't even make it home and you're telling me that I got traded? She added, remembering what she told Minnesota GM Natalie Darwitz. It was like, she continued, it was like, oh my God, it was hard to believe. Or, oh my God, okay. It was hard to believe. Well, it's stun. Trades can stun you. Trades can stun you. I actually like this trade. I, I like this trade in the PWHL. I like this trade. 
not sure if I like it a lot, but I do like it. It's uh, it's a trade for Boston to receive Abby Cook and Susanna Tapieni for Sophie Jacquees, who would make her. Way to Minnesota and the Twin Cities. And the Twin Cities of Minnesota, when the trade was announced on Sunday following. The Super Bowl, I should say, just before the Super Bowl kicked off on Super on Super Bowl Sunday. What? How's that to? How is that to? How is that to? kick off your year things aren't going very well for you in the twin cities well okay we let's see what's happening elsewhere in another on another team i i really like this i do i do i like this trade i think it's a win-win for both boston and minnesota But we're just going to have to see how it goes down. And again, there is a trade deadline happening later in March, on March 17th, 2024. So we'll see who else gets traded. So mark your calendar, guys and girls who are tuning in to the PWHL. Even if you don't have a favorite team, I personally don't, but I'm I'm in it to cover the league. To check it out. I guess you could say. That. PWHL Toronto is my. Favorite team. But. I don't have a favorite team to be honest. They're all good. But again mark your calendars. On St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, that's right. St. Patty's Day.
March 17th, 2024, is the first ever PWHL raid deadline. Now that could get moved. That could get moved. Will it get moved? We don't know. We just don't know. But I like, I like, I like the trade. And I'll, and I'm going to leave it there. I like the trade. But I could go on about all of my reasoning. But we would be here all day. So we're going to get to last call right after this. Word from CNT Radio. From CNT Radio. And our good friends over at On the Ice and Behind the Benches. I I have a feeling you're gonna get a twosome. Of PWHL recap on on the ice and behind the benches. With that being said, let's go back to the message that was recorded and published ahead of the season. Here's our pre-recorded version of that message that has since been edited and has, if you look at the video format of it, it has scenes of the draft and the players themselves who were drafted going to work and playing to their hardest. Some PWHL action, I should, I understand, I believe, should be in play today. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. I don't know. We'll talk about that in last call. But taking us to break, we give you the message. PWHL recorded. Prior to the season. Dear hockey, dear hockey, dear hockey. Today I would like to share my love, my gratitude, and my appreciation. You have always been there for me and those who have come before me. Side by side, we have had so many emotional moments. Now memories that are ingrained into my forever. You have helped me grow, learn, persevere. You have believed in me, supported me, and elevated me. My 24-7, my 365, and now my future. And now my future. And now my future. I'm excited about what comes next. 
I know they will be unbelievable, unimaginable, and the unexplainable. But I promise to be strong, powerful, and be an ambassador of all your good. You have only ever given. And now it is my turn to give back. I am here to amplify. I'm here to unify. I am here to exemplify dreams for every little girl across the globe. Hockey is for everyone. All my love, forever, always. Last call coming up next, right after this, from CNIT Radio and on the ice and behind the benches. You're listening to Sports for Beginners, the podcast, and we'll be back to wrap this up with my expectations. On the Blue Jays, heading into spring training, we'll check back in with the live scores in spring training. Is there action in the PWHL today? Find out the answers, and if we are covering... PWHL Takeover Weekend in March when we return. Don't go anywhere. There's more great conversations and content right around the corner. Sports for Beginners will be right back in a moment. What a busy traffic on this Friday evening. I am almost stuck in this traffic for the last 40 minutes. And there is no way, I think, for me to get to the show. The Sienna T Radio Song Bank. Which is going to start very shortly. It's one of my favorite shows. And my, my, what a way to wind down for the weekend. Perfect two hours of fun-filled music. And she has so many great features. Sound of Music. Undercover. Foreign Exchange. Name that tune. And the big wheel that she spins. For who's that? Or where are we? We cannot forget about the international stage. I have never come across such a great show in my life. I think I will have to press hard on my accelerator and go as fast as I can to get home in time. Wow! Wow! Look! I made it! I am almost there! Sienna t Making your day brighter, one song at a time.
looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine, check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches, where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more, follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page, search On the Ice and Behind the Benches. I wonder if I could make it. It's almost getting to 8 o'clock p.m. And I am still a few more steps away from home to get to my computer to listen to CNT Radio's Cosmopolitan Culture Club. The best of the best music from around the world. Can't wait! I think I made it! Sienna T Radio. Making your day brighter, one song at a time. Now, let's take you back to the action. To the rink and field we go, we find Scott McGregor! Toronto baseball is back. Before we get to last call here, and I get to the the script I have out here, It's time to bring up the expectations for spring training and the 2024 Major League Baseball season. So without further ado, let's get right to what we have here in our script. Because it's time now for Last Call. It's time now for Last Call. And this is the part of the show that will lead into our closing music and our thank you message. But before we go there and send you out the door to the weekend, I just wanted to provide you with some of my expectations for the Toronto Blue Jays 2024 regular season. And of course, their spring training. And seeing that we are in spring training and the start of the regular season is only a month away from kicking off, I am going to quickly provide you with my top five. Actually, let me do maybe my top four expectations for spring training in 2024. Before we hit out for the weekend to close the program. So number one, I'm looking for great pitching, but then again, I guess that could be said that could be said for every organization in the major leagues. But 
for the Blue Jays in general, I feel like pitching was okay through a few games last year, but it was not perfect. And as I said on Penguins post game last night, nobody's perfect, but well, it's just one of my expectations. Do I expect Chad Dallas to be throwing blazes, throwing heat rather? Absolutely, but I don't want him throwing too hard because I don't want him to get hurt. The same could be said for the pitcher set to go against the Blue Jays on Saturday. Number two. Make great decisions with the baseball in terms of hitting. Now, I know that big daddy hacks are big are big things to talk about here in Major League Baseball. I mean, heck, Kevin Barker says it a couple of times. I've even heard him say it on Blue Jays talk a few times last year. And I don't know if you were listening live, but Kevin Barker did mention big daddy hacks early early in the show. He even mentioned it when things began. I mean... I'm not looking for big daddy hacks. I'm looking for good hitting. I'm looking for good hitting. And when I was watching a little bit of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. When I was watching Vladdy in some of the videos I saw hit the baseball, he looked like he was doing pretty well. That leads me to my third expectation. And my third expectation, it revolves around Alec Manoa. Bet you didn't see that one coming. Some of, some of you might have seen this coming, but why does expectation number three run around Manoa? Well, here's why. Alec Manoa was a complete mess in 2023. And it ultimately led to his demotion down to the minors. And then even down to the league in Dunedin. But more likely just down to the minors. And...
he looks like he wants to forget about that tough 2023 put it in the put it in the rearview mirror and focus on 2024 so i'm looking for some good starts from Alec Manoa both in spring and if he ends up on the starting rotation I'm looking for some good starts from him this year because his 2023 got off to a bit of a shaky start and then it never really got better, honestly. It, it, so people might call it confidence. People might call it whatever they want to call it. I'm just looking for him to be better this year. Hats off to you, Puma. I'm looking forward to seeing you play this year. We here. So, expectation number four. It's not really an expectation, but you can call it that. But I'm expecting some good stuff from Justin Turner in his first runaround with the Blue Jays after being on the Red Sox and being on the opposite side of the field. Some games I'm looking forward to are the games in Fenway Park if Justin Turner makes the roster. I cannot wait to see what Justin Turner can do in Fenway Park against his former team in Boston. And number five, you know what? I think I could just end off here with my fifth. I think I could just end off here with my fifth expectation. But... My fifth expectation is simple. It, it kind of revolves around Dalton Varsho. And I know people, I know everybody in, everybody that's a Blue Jays fan, some of you guys were waiting for us to get rid of Matt Chapman, and Matt Chapman did leave. So, did he end up somewhere else? Yeah, most likely. Hunjin Ryu. Well, he left. But he also left the major leagues. So he's not in the major leagues right now. No. No, he's not. He's not in the major leagues anymore. 
he's gone back to his hometown and his home country. All things considered, the reason why expectation number five revolves around Dalton Varsho is because I'm expecting I'm expecting a good year out of Dalton Varsho this year. I really am. And the same could be said for Vladdy. All right. Well, we'll just have to see what happens this season. That pretty much puts a bow on episode six of season three of the program. Before we get down to the outro, I want to say that Mark your calendar for Friday, March 8th for In the Middle segment of our program, our special trade deadline, NHL trade deadline program in our middle portion. We will talk a little about for Blue Jay fans. We'll talk a little bit about the promotions and the events coming to Rogers Center, returning. Maybe some new events are in the works. Maybe some new giveaways are in the works. We'll talk about that on March 8th. On our seventh episode of season number three. And the reason why I say March 8th is because on Friday, March 1st, we will have Penguins post game take over because the Penguins are playing a Late night game on February 29th, this coming Thursday, against the Seattle Kraken. So again, no show on March 1st. The show will be on March 8th. The season three will continue on March 8th, on the Friday, March 8th. when we will do our seventh episode of season number three. We'll talk promotions, events coming to Rogers Center. When we get to opening day,
and the whole show from the lead off to last call. It's a trade deadline program on March 8th. We'll talk about all the trades at the NHL trade deadline. Plus, is there a possibility on Sports for Beginners we'll do a trade deadline on Sunday, March 17th? Will we do an episode before Friday? You'll find out all those answers on our March 8th program which is titled NHL Trade Deadline 2023-24. We'll dig into the trade deadline around the NHL. And before we leave you, real quick, Let's check back in on ongoing MLB action in spring training. The Huskies fall to the Boston Red Sox 7-2. The Texas Rangers are leading the Kansas City Royals 3-1. In the bottom of the third, the Red Sox game, by the way, ended in seven innings, and it was the Red Sox on top of the Huskies, seven to two. In the bottom of the second, the Chicago Cubs lead. The Chicago White Sox, six to one. Bottom third in the area where the Rockies and the Diamondbacks are playing. And we are still without a score. Zero, zero is our score in the bottom of the third. And in round two, Between the Dodgers and the Padres, we're in the bottom of the third, and the Dodgers are leading, but they're only leading by one run. The score right now is Dodgers two and Padres one. New York and Toronto doing battle tonight in the PWHL. Coverage gets started at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And then we've got a little bit of, and then we got a little bit more of 
then we have a little bit more action coming up on the weekend. The door is open to you guys. Let's get to the weekend. Baseball is here. And the Blue Jays will play game number one of spring training on Saturday. That's it for us. And this is the chance to give our final sign-off by saying that that is our show for today. I want to say a big thank you to you, the listeners, for tuning in, whether it's your first listen or somewhere in between. And as we always remind you, it is not goodbye. It is until next time. With that said, we will see you next week right here in Sports for Beginners. Sorry, we will see you here a week from next week, from next Friday, a week from next Friday, on March 8th, 2024, right here in Sports for Beginners. Have a great week, everybody. Have a great weekend. And for those tuning into our daily continuing coverage of Penguins Hockey, we'll talk to you again on Sunday after the Penguins and Flyers game. And who knows if you hang around, maybe you'll get my thoughts on Orioles and Pirates. But that's it for us for this week. The next episode of season three will be full of trades to talk about in the National Hockey League. As we follow along with the Trade Center. We will probably have a show ready for you on March 8th, and it might release on March 9th, which is the Saturday. But regardless on when that is going to happen, that is our next episode of season number three, our next Penguins post game before the one that takes over our Friday show. Our next Penguin post game will be this Sunday. And then on Friday, March 1st, Penguins post game will be taking over. Sports for Beginners for our recap 
of penguins and Kraken. That's it for me. The door is open to you. Let's go to the weekend. Enjoy the baseball action. Enjoy the sports action. And come back on March 8th for episode 7. Episode 7 of season number 3. Again, March 8th, season number 3. Rolls on with episode seven. A trade deadline special. Filled with tons of trades. Including the one you talked, we, you saw earlier today. Or the two you've heard today. In the National Hockey League and. The one you've heard about. From the PWHL. The outro music. And thank you message. Is next. So long till Sunday. If you're tuning in. To Sports for Beginners. For Penguins post game. If you're tuning in. For just season content, we are saying so long until March 8th. For season three to roll on. I'm out. The door is open to you. As Kelly McDonough would say, get on out of here. Thank you so much for listening to Sports for Beginners. If you would like to learn more about the show, you can visit the podcast Facebook page or visit the official website. You can also send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. As we always remind you, it is not goodbye. It is until next time. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them. Discuss the Blue Jays, Bills, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Looking for conversations on books and more, as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications? You've come to the right place. Join us weekly on Spicy Techie, where Ali, Makara, and Sienna provide insightful conversations as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey. To learn more, tune in to the show 
and like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. Search for Spicy Techie. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment podcast, where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page.